you've been learning about value investing, finance, just regular investment for a while now, but you don't know where to go next. You're getting confused about the vast amount of information on the internet. You don't want to waste your time on crap information. You want good information um, and reliable information. In this series of videos on value investing and finance education, you will find those answers to those questions and much more. My name is Jason Rivera. Welcome to Value Investing and Finance Education. Hey, Jason here. Been a while since I've done a video in the car, um, but I just got done looking at a potential commercial real estate property I was looking at, and I'm going to tell you today why you must never, ever, ever, ever rely on just the numbers. Before I get to that, though, I need to let you know you can get this series of podcast anywhere in the world for free on all major podcasting platforms, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, iTunes, and more. You can get this as part of the I Love Value Investing podcast anywhere in the world for free to subscribe and hit the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube so you're notified every time we release a new video and release new videos all the time. So in the last couple of weeks, I've been doing investment analysis of several different um, stocks. But the, in, the, in those videos, I've showed you or I've shown you my kind of visual preliminary analysis checklist. Um, what things that catch my eye on a public stock that I'm looking at, the numbers. Um, I'm a numbers guy. First and foremost, when it comes to investing in anything uh, or looking at investments in anything, stocks, uh, commercial real estate, I've been looking at, at off and on over the last couple of years, private businesses, um, I've looked at off and on over the last couple of years. This process works for anything, but if the numbers don't work for me on any of these things at a kind of, a kind of initial stage, then I don't continue the analysis at all. In this case, I've been looking at um, commercial real estate for potential investment to take to investors off and on, again, for a couple years now, but I've gotten back into it the last month or so. And I found one that looked awesome, about 30, 35 minute drive from my house, so I could actually go look at it, deal with the property manager, all that stuff, if it even gets that far. Numbers look really good. Um, when I did the analysis, it looked like depending on what I could charge based on the current sales price and current rents, be earning about a 15% cash on cash return. Um, if you're not familiar with that term, cash on cash return essentially means the return you should expect uh, to earn after mortgage payments, after uh, or after debt payments on the mortgages, after expenses to run the property, stuff like that. 15% return is really good. If I could raise rents and get a discounted price, 25% cash on cash return I could get. So I was like, oh, this looks pretty good. <laughs> but this, again, is why you need to be able to not only calculate the numbers, but you need to be able to think about what that means for the overall investment thesis. Um, and be able to look at the numbers and the due diligence to spot potential issues. So in this case, I got all the financial docs. I was looking through it and I was like, they have a about a 30% collection issue, which means based on my numbers and what they should be earning, there's about a 30% shortfall. It's like, oh, that's interesting. So I kind of stopped even looking at the company after that or at the uh, 
property after that because that's a, a gigantic red flag. If they're having collection issues, that means that either the people that are living there can't afford to pay it or they're not paying it and the property manager is not doing a good job. And those things combined likely mean there's some deferred maintenance and there's some issues with the property. So I got a call. I stopped researching it. I got a call from the broker um, selling the property about a week ago now to see if I was still interested in the property. I said, no, not really. I was honest with him. And I said, no, not really. That 30% um, shortfall freaked me out. He said, well, since you live close to it, why don't you take a drive through it and or look, look at your numbers again, see what you could do and take a drive through it and let me know. Um, what you get to think. So based on just me looking at the numbers again and the collection issue, I would have to get a, about a 30% discount on the sales price, which frankly the owner probably wouldn't do. And I, I'm comfortable with that. Um, so I, originally I would need a discount of about 15% off of the sales price, 15, 20% off the sales price uh, to make me comfortable to give me a margin of safety to make sure I can collect it, rent, get the property management set up to get investors on it. So there's a margin of safety built in for me and any potential investors who are to come in. After go looking at the numbers, or after, and this was before finding out the collection issue. So after the collection issue, I would need a 35, 40% discount on the property. Again, for a bigger margin of safety. which again, they probably wouldn't accept. So I was gonna call him back, but I decided I'll just, again, since I live here, I'll go take a look at the property. After looking at the property, all of my fears were frankly worse than I expected. So I expected because of the 30% collection shortfall, there would be deferred maintenance and there were probably issues with the property. It was even worse than, um, than I expected, frankly. 80% of the homes, at least, just by my visual look driving through the property, would have to be completely replaced, like total losses, um, which would require a bigger discount. The property itself was in such bad shape that it pretty much disqualified it for me. Um, I have a rule when looking at, my number one rule when looking at invest stock investments is if I can't trust management, I don't buy the investment no matter what. My rule when I'm looking at um, real estate, commercial real estate properties is, is um, I don't want to invest in war zones, essentially. I don't want to invest in a bunch of crime area, um, potential issues, all that kind of stuff. I just don't want to deal with it at this point in my career. So this area, it wasn't a terrible area, but the park was in shut such uh, bad shape. It was a mobile home park and um, and a a part. It's kind of weird. It's it's a mobile home park plus it's got a couple apartment uh, buildings on it. So it's kind of a little bit of a weird setup, but which didn't bother me. But at least eighty percent of the homes would have to be replaced. Um, again, they just from even from the outside, I, they look like total losses. So I can't imagine what they look like on the inside. I don't want to be a slumlord, uh, essentially. So essentially the, the the um, only option for me at this point would be I would literally have to get the property for about a 50% discount and then I would just redevelop the property. Um, but again, I don't want to do that. I want the cash flow. I want the 
investment returns to build, or I want the monthly cash flow from the properties. I want the tenants to be happy. I want them to pay the bills and I want to make money every month. I, I don't want to be a developer. Um, but even then the value of the property is so that I would ha essentially have to get that pro entire property plus the cash flow, plus the homes, plus the apartments for essentially what is the value of just the land that I looked up at the, at the uh, tax level in the, in the county where I live. Which again, the owner's not going to do that. I looked at the, the previous ownership or the current owner bought it for, I think it was $2.5 million uh, five years ago. And he's trying to sell it for $2.4 million right now. So I essentially have to get it just for the cost of the land, which again, because of all the problems with it, that's what I would require, but I can almost guarantee that the owner wouldn't do that. Even if they did do that, I wouldn't necessarily want to do the investment uh, and bring this property to my investors because I have no experience in development whatsoever. Uh, frankly, I don't want to do development. Again, I want the cash flow. Um, so this property has been pretty much completely disqualified for me. I'm gonna call the broker here in a little bit, but the process I've been showing in, the, in these investment analysis videos works on stocks, works on private businesses, works on commercial real estate, works on single family real estate investments, um, can work in multiple aspects of your life, frankly, on how margin of safety, looking at the numbers, doing your due, 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 due diligence, sorry, and just frankly put in the work and necessary to understand an investment of any kind to the extent you need to frankly um, understand it, frankly. You just need to understand any investment no matter what it is. So. I hope this helped. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, let me know in the comments below. This was more of a story video. I didn't actually go into the numbers here much other than the um, sales price. Just, and I frankly, I didn't even wanna go into that and because it's not important to the video necessarily, but I wanted to give you an, an example of what I would require from this investment. It would be essentially to get the let, the entire property cash flow, all that for cost. Um, what the value is in the, um, of just the real estate is so I hope that helped um, but now I've got to go to my daughter's birthday party uh, my oldest turns 10 today so I'll talk to you again soon have a good day bye